to Pontifacts. It is so dark in my house right now. I need to turn on another light. <laughs> well, that's an opening. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I just realized that it was terribly, terribly dark just directly in my home. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pontifacts. I'm Fry. And I'm Brie ranking all of the popes from Peter to Francis. And this is episode 94, Stephen. Stephen. Is he number one? He's Stephanus, or Stephen. He is a no-number. Stephen was born in Rome, and we're not sure what his father's name was. We literally know nothing about his early life until about 745, when he was made a cardinal priest for the Church of San Crisogeno by Pope Zachary. And we know that he must have joined the church a fair bit before then and had a fairly notable reputation. And we know that this reputation had to be pretty darn good, even if we don't have anything on it, because in March of 752, when Pope Zachary died, Stephen was unanimously elected to succeed him. And then he died. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Three days after his election, before he could ever be consecrated to the papacy, Stephen was, quote, struck with apoplexy, aka had a stroke, and died the following morning. Bree. <laughs> Brie, why did I sit down for this? <laughs> well, okay. So this is why when you said, is he number one? I tried to deflect a little bit because we have had a Pope Stephen the first and we will have more Pope Stevens, but this is just Stephen. So Stephen, that chap who isn't a Pope really, but is kind of a Pope. Oh my God. So this is where we're going to talk about, because we have some confusion to deal with. But before we do that, we should also say he was buried in the portico of St. Peter's, and obviously his tomb has not survived. With that in mind... <laughs> Destroyed. <laughs> so this is the end of his story, but his existence has caused a bunch of problems for the church in terms of the list of Pope and the regnal or pontifical numbering of the Stevens. Technically, according to canon law, a pope isn't a pope until he is consecrated, and this is the tradition we have used for all of our episodes, which is most obviously evidenced by the whole early Byzantine papacy period where the popes had to wait for confirmation before they could be consecrated, so we'd have year, year and a half gaps between their election and when we could actually award them a score for Tempus Pontificus. And this is why we will not be giving Stephen a rating, because he was never a pope. He was only Episcopus Electus, or Pope-elect Stephen. So this is not actually episode 94. It's just Pope-elect Stephen. I had to throw you off the scent. <laughs> oh, why you do this to me? <laughs> However, the Annuario Pontifico, the pontifical yearbook, has had Pope Stephen elect's name on the list from popes right up until 1961, a hundred years after the Annuario Pontifico was started in 1851. Up till 1961, they had him included as a pope. And if that wasn't already slightly confusing, on October 1st of 1975, the canon law actually changed and the start of the papacy was defined as the moment he accepted the election. From the moment that he says accepto in the conclave, he is now pope. 
And so this caused a whole thing again, where Pope Stephen was suddenly appearing on papal lists as Pope Stephen II. And since the actual Pope Stephen II will be our next Pope, because we have a Stephen elected right after Pope-elect Stephen, this just continues to mess up all of the pontifical numbers for all of Pope Stephen's in the same way that anti-Pope Felix did for all the Felixes. This is an ongoing problem. There are going to be nine Stevens, and for every Pope Stephen from this point on, there's going to be like a Pope Stephen 2 slash 3, Pope Stephen 3 slash 4, and it's all thanks to this man who was elected and was maybe or maybe not Pope for three days. Okay. That is Pope-elect Stephen, and we will not be rating him. For obvious reasons. We can't, we can't even, zero. A zero, 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 a zero, zero, zero. That being said, if you wanted to, you could give him a, a score for Facium Sanctus, because there is one image that is associated with him. Let's and see it is him, from... let's give him a point, or a half a point, or a, ooh. <laughs> a zero. He looks younger than most of the popes we've covered, but he looks younger in that way that someone has aged badly. Yep, he looks like a man who would have a stroke suddenly and abruptly. Well, that's what happened. That brings us to the end of our episode for this week. That's disappointing for everybody. I know! I had a running bet with my husband over how long this episode would actually take to record, and it has beaten my estimate of five minutes, so... (laughs) I had just gotten settled in and comfy. Look what you did to me. I know, I know. I'm sorry. So with that, we can make our thank yous. Big thank you, as always, to Rex Factor for being our inspiration and Totalis Rankium for all the support that they have given us. And thanks to all you listeners. I promise next week will be more than this. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at pontifexpod at gmail.com. And we're pontifexpod on all social media platforms. If you'd like to support the show, consider subscribing to Pontifex on Patreon. Checking out our research wishlist at tinyurl.com slash pontifaxwishlist, or making a one-time donation at paypal.me slash pontifaxpodcast. If you'd like to support us in other ways, rating and reviewing the show on iTunes makes a world of difference. And with that, we can say goodbye. Bye! Bye.